breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by Keith's Lock and Key, family-owned and operated right here in central Mississippi since Ronald Reagan was president. With a combined experience of nearly 50 years, Keith's Lock and Key is here for all of your commercial and residential locksmith needs. Give my buddy Brad a call. Keith was the dad. He is no longer with us. The son Brad has taken over the business, and they are rocking and rolling, man. It's mobile. They're statewide. So for all your residential, commercial needs, safe uh, locksmithing needs, the whole nine yards, everything but automobiles, Keith's Lock and Key. Go ahead, pull your phone out, save this number so you'll have it. 601-278-1459. 601-278-1459. You can text them or you can call them. That's Keith's Lock and Key. Seven days a week, 24 hours a day. <laughs> it's a cell phone. You can reach them all the time. Tell Brad Clay said hey. All right. Hey, man, if you're, uh, if real quick, in case I don't get a chance to mention it later on in the show, get to run in my mouth or whatever, it's, uh, it's Monday Night Football tonight. You're going to be sitting around the house. Monday's hard enough to, than having to worry about dinner. So hit up Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Swing by on your way home, pick up a pizza, a deep-fried pizza, a burger, some pasta, whatever. You can also have it delivered. Pull up your favorite food delivery app. We recommend Take a Break Deliveries here at WYAB. Order from Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's, located right there in Fannin Mart on the Res. All right. So, Lanier High School, last week, some, some they were having a pep rally or something or another. They were all in the gymnasium for something. I assume it was a pep rally. All hell breaks loose. I mean, the whole place starts fighting. Some kid pulls out a Draco. That's a, a fancy word for machine gun. And not a word about it. So this this mom or woman shares a bunch of these videos and pictures in one post on Facebook. You know, I don't know how she gets how people get more than one video to upload. I can't ever get more than one video to upload. Neither here nor there. I shared her post on the Save Jackson. Just shared her post. My post got deleted by Facebook, and I got put in jail for fa- in Facebook jail for 24 hours for sharing her post. Meanwhile, her post did not get deleted and was still up. I'm convinced this is going to make some people mad. I'm convinced because she is a black female that she's allowed to post whatever she wants. And enough of the wrong people complain about my post so it makes my page more more likely to be posting something they don't like so my stuff gets deleted but more to the story facebook nonsense aside jackson public schools are a war zone it ain't just jackson either democrat public schools are a war zone or or all public schools frankly are a war zone if they're getting federal funds it's a, a culture war but a war zone nonetheless in Meridian over the weekend, I've gotten reports. You know, Brandon went over there and played Meridian. I've gotten multiple reports from people about shootings outside the game or gunshots outside the game. Heck, Meridian had to cancel a game earlier this year over uh, suspected gang activity or something like that. My 
I'm kind of shooting from the top of my mind here. I don't remember exactly. But more than one game in the state of Mississippi has had to have been canceled this year because of fear of gang violence at the gang at the games. The Greenville Hot Tamale Festival over the weekend. That came very close to getting canceled after the cop got killed there in Greenville over the week because it's uh it's all gang stuff. They were worried about the safety of everybody, but fortunately, our public safety commissioner, Sean Tindall, stepped up and sent some law enforcement up there to help cover the event safely. I mean, how great has Sean Tindall been? I mean, my goodness, he has stepped up. He's saving Jackson with the Capitol Police. He, he assisted in saving the fair after the crawfish boil debacle, the massacre. He's helping these events in these big in these small towns that are riddled by Democrat violence. I mean, this Sean Tindall could end up being our governor one day. I don't know if he has aspirations to do it, but with what with his stance with law enforcement and what he's willing to do, and he's willing to stand out in front and take those daggers to get his guys back. I like it. I like it. I hadn't even thought about it until I just said it out loud there. But when you're doing that good of a job, you got to be, there's bigger plans for you. There's got to be. There is a next step if he wants to take it. It'd be nice to get somebody like that in that lieutenant governor seat, not Delbert the Democrat. I tell you what, I hope y'all don't vote for Delbert again. I hope y'all feel bad about getting tricked with those commercials with his mama, who ain't his mama, by the way, was an actress. I am fed up with politicians running on these vanilla platforms and tricking people with funny commercials. I need to know, who are you? I need to see your record. You're going to have to come up with something. I need to know who you are. I need to know a little bit more about you. Because Delbert the Democrat had been nothing but a Democrat. We have a white liberal as the lieutenant governor of the state of Mississippi. Anyway, hopefully, hopefully the uh, the dirt sheets, the rumors are true, and Chris McDaniels runs for lieutenant governor. I think that would be phenomenal. And I think if he ever had a shot, if he ever had a shot at it, the time is now. People are mad. People won't change. You know, let's not forget, you know, going back to the George Floyd stuff earlier in the show, the BLM riots and all that stuff. Never forget when we protested in front of the Capitol, they told us we were racist because we just wanted to let Mississippi go back to work. You're racist white supremacists for even suggesting go back to work. But when the BLM marches came storming through Jackson, the very people that told us we were racist, bigots, uh, COVID spreading killers for wanting to go back to work. Those people in the white coats at UMMC went out there and they kneeled on their knees in the grass in front of UMMC for BLM and said, some protests are just too important not to have. COVID is taking a break. They're wearing their face mask. (laughs) Don't forget all these politicians that were in office when all this stuff went down. That's all I'm saying. Delbert. I mean, I look, I've been on the Tate train here lately because it's going to be hard to get to the right of Tate. 
But Tate closed churches. Tate said some Mississippians' jobs were more important than others. Essential and unessential. If I'm running against any of these people, I don't care how good of a job they're doing now. They showed what they will do to you when their bell is rung. They will decide who's essential, who's unessential. I mean, look, I was blessed to be an essential employee. But you know what my job was? Selling cars. Selling cars. Was I really essential? I mean, if we're talking about the world's most deadliest pandemic ever, was I any more essential than the restaurant worker? I don't think so. I think we're all essential. I don't think I was any more or less essential. So these are the things that people need to be reminded of as we get closer to to election season. And I, I just want answers for it. It was just like with Michael Guest in the January 6th stuff. A simple, I was wrong. We made a mistake. Here's the data. The data proved out to be this. But just not mentioning it with these people ain't going to work. Somebody needs to, I want explanations. Would you do it again, given the same circumstances? Would you lock us down again? and decide who's essential and unessential, given the same circumstances. Would you mandate vaccines, given the same circumstances again? I want to know these things. I don't care how right a center you are right now. I don't care how much abortion you stopped. I don't care how what you're doing with the Jackson Water stuff. I don't care how good you look. I don't care if you're saying all the right things to make me happy today. The two years of COVID was hell. And I want to make sure that we'll never have to go through that again. All right, this is the Clay Edwards Show. We're going to take a break real quick. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Good morning, Jackson, Mississippi, and all surrounding areas. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. We are broadcasting live here in the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty Studio. And if you want to chime in, the phone line, well, let me stop there real quick. We're also streaming worldwide on the TuneIn app. Shout out to those listening on the TuneIn app this morning, and as well as WYAB.com. You can listen to the whole shows there. We're not on Facebook this morning. Uh, We'll start that back when the new camera gets here. should be any day now. And uh, again, we'll be broadcasting the whole show, not just the first segment. So we'll start that back. Hopefully by the end of the week, or we'll just wait and start it Monday, one or the other. This morning, uh, we'll have our recovery podcast or uh, testimonial Tuesday, whatever you want to call it. We'll have we have a guest already in studio. We have Miss Nikki Patchen. She's going to join. She may join before the second hour. Uh, just kind of depends on how the first part of the show goes. Uh, let her say hello to you guys. Nikki, say hello to everybody. Good morning. Good morning. She is here. She got up and drove in from Brandon this morning, and uh, she got to experience the the head the the all out attack by y'all's headlights on me this morning. I was I rarely do I just make a early morning angry Facebook post, but this morning when I parked here at the studio before I even got out of the car, granted I was seeing four of everything because I don't understand why. Y'all, y'all people, why y'all's headlights have to be North Stars. I mean, it's just like nuclear radiating headlights. I mean, is it powered by, is it nuclear powered headlights? How did y'all get your headlights so bright? And why are so many of y'all 
have such. You know, I remember about five or six years ago when I was in the car business, I was working at the Toyota store. Maybe it was seven or eight years ago. Anyway, Audi first came out with these cool little LED strip headlights. And it's like, man, those are really cool. And they were like, oh, well, you should see some of the other stuff they have. But it's uh, America has, uh, DOT has really strict rules about the kind of headlights that can come in here. And I, I, I'm guessing we got away from those rules. Because originally I was like, oh, man, yeah, they're typical government nonsense. You know, let people have the brightest headlights they want. Regert, regerts, I have regerts for this because I can't see. I feel like I'm under attack. You're either coming at me with these nuclear-powered headlights or you're behind me and I'm getting a triple effect of them in my rearview and side-view mirrors. And I understand now why people wrap their entire vehicle in 5% tint, windshield included. And I, cause I'm fixing to be on that list. And if I, if, if I hit somebody because I didn't see it, cause my windows were so dark, it's y'all's fault. And I'm going to claim it on your insurance. But what I'm fixing to do is when I leave here today, I'm going somewhere, AutoZone, I don't even care anymore. And I'm buying every bolt on LED light I can buy. I'm putting them on the front of my vehicle and I'm putting them on the back of my vehicle. And I may put them on the dang sides of the roof rack. And if you get behind me, uh, particularly if you drive Cadillac Escalades, those seem to be repeat offenders and waste management trucks. They have put nuclear powered headlights in all these waste management trucks too. I'm going to nuke you with with bright LED lights from the front and from the rear, either way, and from the side maybe. When you, because I had an 18 wheeler get right beside me today and would not go around me, and it had these bright headlights shining in my mirror. All the way, I finally slam on my brakes, let it go around me, and I'll be damned if it didn't have flashing bright yellow lights on the rear of the 18-wheeler. Anyway, that's enough of my rant about headlights. I hate y'all. Hate you. Hate. Hate, hate. Get some hate in your heart. Anyway, didn't didn't think y'all were going to hear about my headlight rant this morning. Um, Jackson Water. Oh, Mack Hike of Flowwood phone line is open. It is 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Do you hate bright headlights as much as I do? Can we can we get the, the law firm that's doing all the Camp Lejeune water stuff, can we get them on board to do a class action lawsuit about these bright headlights? Give me a call on the Guns and on the uh, Mac Hike of Fluid phone line. Are you an enterprising attorney? And wants to do something pro bono, holler at your boy. I will be the, uh, I will sign off on this. I can be the plaintiff. <laughs> Roger texted in and said, did you drink your Karen juice this morning? I did. I did. I, I, I'm telling you, I literally, I'm looking at Nikki across from me here, and I'm seeing three of her. But I, I, I need to read this article about Jackson Water on the computer, and I can't. I, I, I Honest to God, I can't. It's, it's all a blur. I got Jackson Jambalaya pulled up. And I can't see it. So I'm just going to wing it. Luckily, I did my homework last night. And uh, I actually read it before the morning show. Sometimes I'll just write down what I want to read. And I'll wait till I get to the radio to read it. Yeah. Last night, I was like, okay, I better actually read all this. Because <laughs> I want to know what I'm talking about. Sometimes you can't wing it. It's true. And uh, so that's what we're doing today. Now, look, all, all kidding aside, I am seeing three of everything. And my, my inner Karen is calming down. Uh, like I said, we got Nikki Patchen in the studio as far for our uh, testimonial Tuesday recovery show. But let, let's jump into the Jackson Water stuff real quick. So the mayor, long story short, 
Tate Reeves comes out with a post yesterday, and I may be able to read that. Let's see here. I want, I want to make sure I get it right. Tate comes out with a post, and here we go. Pulling it up now. And just says, hey, here it is. This is from Tate Reeves on Facebook. It says, we have been told by city officials that the mayor of Jackson is planning to functionally end the city's cooperation with the unified command structure, the team that has been keeping Jackson water stable by refusing to participate in the process of selecting a water operator alongside federal and state water experts as the Biden administration repeatedly asked to be done. That would be a huge mistake by the city. They would be communicating through this action that they no longer desire state assistance and insist on going at it alone. President Joe Biden, y'all's president, EPA's pressed the state to prepare a request for water for a water operator and take the lead in the logistical process of procuring it. The Department of Health had the city review the, the I'm sorry, the Department of Health had the city review the technical components of the request, as spelled out in the published RFQ. The City of Jackson, Environmental Protection Agency, and the Department of Health score the bids and ultimately select the operator. None of them report to the governor's office. The only role MEMA, the only role of MEMA in this emergency procurement process of opening the price proposals and communicating the price to the scoring team. Throughout this emergency, we have had to procure chemicals, workers, and materials for the city routinely because they were incapable of doing so. This is a this is a continuation of that process in an unbiased way led by technical experts. The state has poured millions of dollars from taxpayers of every county into this effort to rescue the city from a crisis of incompetence. Mm. If politicians of the city of Jackson are determined to reject every helping hand and regulatory enforcement action, they will find themselves in an even worse situation. There is very little trust among any outside observer that the mayor putting his thumb more heavily on the scale to select a vendor will lead to a better outcome than ex- than experts from the Department of Health and Environmental Protection Agency have having a seat at the table and ensuring that there are no games. He has proven time and time again that the benefit of doubt cannot be given on contracts and water issues. I hope that he will reconsider this dangerous maneuver. The people of Jackson cannot afford another critical water failure due to contract dispute akin to this to the garbage debacle. Although politics is clearly his priority, we are simply trying to ensure that Jackson water does not fail again. Ultimately, it may fall to the city council to rein in his political uh, his radical gambit. All right, so this is where I get in trouble, but I'm going to do it anyway. This is what happens when you vote for an idiot. You get idiot stuff. And to the 12 people in Jackson, or the 7% that did not vote for Chalkway, I'm sorry for y'all. I do. I feel so bad for y'all. You didn't ask for this. You're stuck in Jackson. You own a home. You're upside down in it. Because you never thought it could get this bad. You know, it's like, well, you know, I mean, free to land, how bad can it be? But it's bad. And But to the 93%, I'm talking to y'all this morning, not that, you're, not that any of y'all are awake or have jobs or listen to this radio show, but to the 93% who voted for Chalkway 
two times, two times. Um, you're idiots, and you get what you deserve. I hope you don't have water. I said it. I hope you don't have water, and you get what you deserve. I've never in my life seen a group of people so dead set on seeing another group of people have success and make money at the detriment of the other group of people. Mm. I, it's like y'all sit there and say, who are these black folks that we can vote for, these set-asides, these, these, these politicians and these minority set-asides, that I want to watch them get all the money while I suffer. But as long as somebody that looks like me is getting the money, I'm okay with it. I've never seen nothing like it. it would, this would never fly in a Republican. I'm just going to say it. White folks would never allow this to happen in their communities. They would, who, if anybody was messing it up this bad, they would be ran out of town with tiki torches and pitchforks. They would not be allowed to operate. But for some reason, it's acceptable in minority communities because they look like y'all. I, I make it make sense. Somebody please. You know, make it make sense. And you can't. And now you've got Benny Thompson and them. I guess they've gotten back on page with... Antar, so now you're going to have a congressional a, a congressional committee looking into what the state's doing with the funds for the water. And I can't wait to see how all this plays out. I can't wait for y'all to for them to have to come back and say, "Yeah, Jackson screwed off the money." There's a reason Jackson didn't get the money. The state of Mississippi has no vested interest in Jackson failing. So anybody think, "Oh, they want it to fail?" No, they don't. Nobody wants it to fail. But why should the rest of the state cover the bill? For Jackson Water. It just don't make sense, man. All right, let's check the guns in your text line. Uh, Roger text in. says he's trying to do anything and everything he can to get the NAACP, Sharpton, and Ben Crump involved to, again, make racial issues just like he has done with everything else. And I agree. I do agree. Let's see here. Circling back to my headlight argument on the guns in your text line, unknown texture says it's not just the headlights, bro. It's also got to do with how old we're getting. It's them old eyes. <laughs> I refuse to believe that. I, for a for a minute second, it crossed my mind. Clay, maybe you're just getting old. You know, I did read an article a while back about it because I've been ranting about this for a while. This ain't just happened today. This is kind of my niche arguing, crying about headlights in the mornings. Uh, my gimmick, so to say. As you get old, after 40, your retina gets that damage if it gets bright real quick, and it can take it up to a minute to re, to, to heal itself. Mm-hmm. Well, before it's it had time to heal itself, it's getting damaged again and again and again from these bright headlights. And it is after, from being over 40 years old. But it wouldn't be so bad if they didn't, folks didn't have nuclear-powered HID LED headlights. Oh, man. But I will say... I'm impressed at the waste management trucks that they've got such bright headlights because they need it riding around neighborhoods in the dark. You'd rather have a well-lit dump truck, I mean garbage truck, but oh my, they're bright. I'm going to get you some of those um, yellow driving glasses. Oh man, do those really work? Yes. The kind of like Hunter S. Thompson had? Um, I don't know who that is, but I do know that they work because I got some from Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) All right, look, let's take a break. I, I want you guys to call in about this water stuff. I really want your opinions on it this morning. What do you think the end game is? Is it all about is it all about the the city trying to figure out a way 
to get the money and screw it off. I tell you what, before we take a break, let's take a call here on the Mac Hike of Flowood phone line. Hey, good morning, caller. You're on there. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Hey, man, doing good. I'm just going to let you know she's right about those yellow glasses. They work 100%. You, mm-hmm. It's night and day. You'll stop talking about the headlights if you get you a pair of those. Well, I'm mm-hmm. buying a pair today. Mm-hmm. Hey, good stuff. All right, man. Have a good day. Appreciate it, brother. Hey, good stuff there, Nikki. You're right already. All right, let's take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 Studio as far as for our uh, Testimonial Tuesday recovery show. But let, let's jump into the Jackson Water stuff real quick. So the mayor, long story short, Tate Reeves comes out with a post yesterday, and I may be able to read that. Let's see here. I want, I want to make sure I get it right. Tate comes out with a post, and here we go. Pulling it up now. And just says, hey, here it is. This is from Tate Reeves on Facebook. It says, we have been told by city officials that the mayor of Jackson is planning to functionally end the city's cooperation with the unified command structure, the team that has been keeping Jackson water stable. By refusing to participate in the process of selecting a water operator alongside federal and state water experts, as the Biden administration repeatedly asked to be done. That would be a huge mistake by the city. They would be communicating through this action that they no longer desire state assistance and insist on going at it alone. President Joe Biden, y'all's president, EPA's pressed the state to prepare a request for water for a water operator and take the lead in the logistical process of procuring it. The Department of Health had the city review the, the I'm sorry, the Department of Health had the city review the technical components of the request, as spelled out in the published RFQ. The City of Jackson, Environmental Protection Agency, and the Department of Health score the bids and ultimately select the operator. None of them report to the governor's office. The only role MEMA, the only role of MEMA in this emergency procurement process of opening the price proposals and communicating the price to the scoring team. Throughout this emergency, we have had to procure chemicals, workers, and materials for the city routinely because they were incapable of doing so. This is a this is a continuation of that process in an unbiased way led by technical experts. The state has poured millions of dollars from taxpayers of every county into this effort to rescue the city from a crisis of incompetence. Mm. If politicians of the city of Jackson are determined to reject every helping hand and regulatory enforcement action, they will find themselves in an even worse situation. There is very little trust among any outside observer that the mayor putting his thumb more heavily on the scale to select a vendor will lead to a better outcome than ex- than experts from the Department of Health and Environmental Protection Agency have having a seat at the table and ensuring that there are no games. He has proven time and time again that the benefit of doubt cannot be given on contracts and water issues. I hope that he will reconsider this dangerous maneuver. The people of Jackson cannot afford another critical water failure due to contract dispute akin to this to the garbage debacle. Although politics is clearly his priority, we are simply trying to ensure that Jackson water does not fail again. Ultimately, it may fall to the city council to rein in his political uh, his radical gambit. All right, so this is where I get in trouble, but I'm going to do it anyway. This is what happens when you vote for an idiot. Mm-hmm. 
you get idiot stuff. And to the 12 people in Jackson or the 7% that did not vote for Chalkway, I'm sorry for y'all. I do. I feel so bad for y'all. You didn't ask for this. You're stuck in Jackson. You're on a home. You're upside down in it because you never thought it could get this bad. You know, it's like, well, you know, I mean, free to land. How bad can it be? But it's bad. And but to the 93 percent, I'm talking to y'all this morning, not that you're not that any of y'all are awake or have jobs or listen to this radio show. But to the 93 percent who voted for Chalkway two times, two times, um, you're idiots and you get what you deserve. I hope you don't have water. I said it. I hope you don't have water and you get what you deserve. I've never in my life seen a group of people so dead set on seeing another group of people have success and make money at the detriment of the other group of people. Mm. It's like y'all sit there and say, who are these black folks that we can vote for? These set-asides, these these politicians and these minority set-asides, that I want to watch them get all the money while I suffer. But as long as somebody that looks like me is getting the money, I'm okay with it. I've never seen nothing like it. It would This would never fly in a Republican. I'm just going to say it. White folks would never allow this to happen in their communities. They would, who, if anybody was messing it up this bad, they would be ran out of town with tiki torches and pitchforks. They would not be allowed to operate. But for some reason, it's acceptable in minority communities because they look like y'all. Make it make sense. Somebody please. You know, make it make sense. And it can't. And now you've got Benny Thompson and them. I guess they've gotten back on page with Antar. So now you're going to have a congressional congressional committee looking into what the state's doing with the funds for the water. And I can't wait to see how all this plays out. I can't wait for y'all to, for them to have to come back and say, yeah, Jackson screwed off the money. There's a reason Jackson didn't get the money. The state of Mississippi has no vested interest in Jackson failing. So anybody think, oh, they want it to fail. No, they don't. Nobody wants it to fail. But why should the rest of the state cover the bill for Jackson water? It just don't make sense, man. All right, let's check the guns in your text line. Uh, Roger text in. says he's trying to do anything and everything he can to get the NAACP, Sharpton, and Ben Crump Involved to again make racial issues just like he has done with everything else, and I agree. I do agree. Let's see here. Circling back to my headlight argument on the guns in your text line, unknown texture says it's not just the headlights, bro. It's also got to do with how old we're getting. It's them old eyes. <laughs> I refuse to believe that. I for a for a minute second it crossed my mind. Clay, maybe you're just getting old. <laughs> You know, I did read an article a while back about it because I've been ranting about this for a while. This ain't just happened today. This is kind of my niche arguing, crying about headlights in the mornings. Uh, my gimmick, so to say. As you get old, after 40, your retina gets that damage if it gets bright real quick and it can take it up to a minute to, re, to, to heal itself. Well, before it's had time to heal itself, it's getting damaged again and again and again from these bright headlights. And it is from being over 40 years old. But it wouldn't be so bad if these folks didn't have nuclear-powered HID LED headlights. Oh, man. But I will say, I, I'm impressed at the waste management trucks. 
that they've got such bright headlights because they need it riding around neighborhoods in the dark. You'd rather have a well-lit dump truck, I mean garbage truck, but oh my, they're bright. I'm going to get you some of those um, yellow driving glasses. Oh man, do those really work? Yes. The kind of like Hunter S. Thompson had? Um, I don't know who that is, but I do know that they work because I got some from Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, let's take a break. I, look, I want you guys to call in about this water stuff. I, I really want your opinions on it. This morning, what do you think the end game is? Is it all about is it all about the the city trying to figure out a way to get the money and screw it off? I tell you what, before we take a break, let's take a call here on the Mac Hike of Flowood phone line. Hey, good morning, caller. You're on there. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Hey man, doing good. I just gonna let you know she's right about those yellow glasses. They work one hundred percent. it's night and day. You'll stop talking about the headlights if you get you a pair of those. Well, I'm buying a pair today. Hey, good stuff. All right, man. Have a good day. Appreciate it, brother. Hey, good stuff there, Nikki. You're right already. All right, let's take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here in the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty Studio. This segment is going to be brought to you by Watkins Construction and Roofing. A roof repair can cause you a lot of stress. Choosing the right roofing company to repair your roof is very important. Most contractors will try to convince you that replacement is the only way to go. And that, my friends, is not the Watkins way. And I'm going to stop this read right here because I want to tell you all something. I got home yesterday, and I noticed a little black car on my street that ain't supposed to be on my street. Not that it's not a public street or anything. But I'm going out to the street. I'm going out to the, to the edge of the road to get my garbage can. And these guys pull up, and they roll the window down. like, hey, man, um, I just knocked on your door. And um, you may or may not know that. He's like, I just knocked on your door. He's like, well, no, I didn't know that. I just pulled up in the driveway and you weren't there. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, we, we're looking at your roof. And this guy tried to sell me a roofing job from hollering at me in his car, in my driveway. And God bless him. At least these guys work. And I'm not knocking the human being here. Mm-hmm. But it was so unprofessional. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, it looked like your roof got a little uh, discoloration. My boss man and me here. He's like, man, this just ain't how you do it, bro. I said, I said, I said, I got, I said, I got Watkins Construction a roof, and if I need a roof, I said they sponsor my show. They're good friends, and I know them. I, I, I thank you though. I appreciate your hustle. Right. You know, but th- that ain't why you ain't gonna have to worry about Watkins Construction a roofing pulling up and hollering at you from the road out of their vehicle trying to sell your roof. Hey, man. <laughs> Hey, man, your roof got a little discoloration, man. <laughs> my, uh, I, I clipped my headphones with my, hey, man. But uh, anyway, Watkins Construction Roofing. Well, so whether you have a leaky roof, you need chimney repair, flat roof repair, roof water leak, shingle roof repair, metal roof repair, chimney flashing repair needed, Watkins Construction Roofing is going to be your go-to roof repair specialist. Give Watkins Construction Roofing a call today for your complimentary Roof assessment, and I tell y'all, uh, I'm from South Jackson. That means complimentary means free, free <laughs> roof assessment. They ain't gonna charge you to come out and tell you what you need. Six zero one nine six six eight two three three, or shop them on, or check them out online at WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Hey man, <laughs> your roof discolored. It may have a little hail damage. He said. I was like, come on, man. Again, I appreciate the hustle, but. You got to tighten it up. You got to be a little more professional than that, especially mm-hmm. to talking to me. I'm in sales. Yeah. I mean, whether I'm selling radio ads or selling cars or ceramic coating jobs, I mean, you got to 
have a little professionalism. I don't want it to be so polished that I feel like you're reading a script. Right. But I need it. I need it a little bit better than that. Right. And we need it a little And most people in Brandon are going to want it a little bit better. Let's talk about something that I know I am in the minority on. Let's talk about the Mississippi daycare workers up there in North Mississippi, Hamilton, Mississippi. They got fired for putting on the scary mask and going, boo, scaring the little angels. They got fired for that. Okay. Uh, probably overkill. Let's be honest. But I get it. You know, whatever. It's, it's it's that person's business. It's a right-to-work state. And I got on here. I said it on this radio show. I said it on my social media platforms. When news broke that they may could have charges pressed on, I'm like, man, that is just a step too far. There's no point in that. Well, this was going to be my show topic yesterday, so I'm, I'm a day behind the news cycle on this. But I'm sitting at home. I guess it would have been Tuesday night. Get the breaking news, charges being pressed on those those women up there at that daycare clinic. I'm like, come on, man. Where do we live? Is this Mississippi? Is this America? We're going to press charges on some women for putting on the scary mask and scaring your little precious angel? Come on, man. And I, and I, And I say that. I don't say what they did was right. I think we can agree on that. They, they they shouldn't have done it. But charges? I, I, I'm guessing. I don't know anything about the demographics or the crime or anything in Hamilton, Mississippi. But I'm guessing that this must this is obviously the safest place in Mississippi. We should we should all pack up, except people that live in Jackson. Y'all stay. We should all pack up and move to Hamilton, Mississippi. Because this is obviously the safest place on earth. That they have every bit of crime so put to bed that they can arrest folks and file charges for putting on a scary mask and going, boo, to your little angels. Um, And I'm going to tell you who the, the people who are the most offended by this are white women. Weak sauce, weak sauce, white women. I made a, I made a little video and put it on my social and I did call it like it is. This is a product of there not being enough testosterone in the home. You know, we talk about, you know, single moms a lot on the show and what it's done to a community like Jackson, Mississippi. Well, it's clearly having negative effects on communities in the suburbs and in the, in the rural areas too. When the biggest concern you have is a bunch of Karens getting upset that the little angels got scared. And when I post it on social media, it's white women. All in their feelings about it. All in their feelings. Why? Was it your kid? I just don't understand it. What are y'all so upset about? And take that at this situation aside. Men, you got to start grabbing hold to the, your your kids and toughen them up some. Women too, but you know, like Mercy House Teen Challenge runs an ad on this station, and it talks about putting the father back in the home. Boy, if they ain't above target, we get the fathers back in the home. And the fathers, if you're in the home and your wife 
It's flipping out over this. Time to tighten up that belt, son. There are much bigger things in the world to be worried about than your kid getting scared at daycare. Again, I don't agree with what they did. But it's being taken so far that some Karen went down there and pressed charges? Ought to be ashamed of yourselves. Be absolutely ashamed of yourselves. We got some text on the Guns and Gear text line here. Let's see here. Um, unknown texture here says, after seeing these women's mugshots on the news, the Halloween mask definitely an improvement. Ooh. Roger says, people are so happy over anything and will continue to be because so many ambulance chasing attorneys are out there waiting for their case, these cases. Yeah, I'm sure that is a big part of this too. Let's see, another unknown text. Dagwood says, feminization of America. That's it, man. This, we're just... We've gotten so weak as a country. And this is just a trickle-down effect of pronouns and transgender agendas and LGBTQ, LMNOP, BLM nonsense. You know, somebody told me, and I just did not want to believe it, that suburban, suburban white women are why Trump lost the last election. Now, we know what really happened. We know what really happened. I ain't got to say it. But there's this common, we'll call it a myth, a rumor, speculation, that suburban white women turn their backs on Trump because of mean tweets. I Hell, I believe it now. Y'all are weak. Tighten it up. Where are my Republican women of ranking in Madison County yet? Did some of y'all jump ship? Did some of y'all vote for Joe Biden? Were some of y'all offended by mean tweets? You gotta tighten up, man. Tighten up. And it ain't just the it ain't just the women. It's these feminized men, too. Scary. Let's see here. I'm pulling up these texts. Y'all on fire with the texts more. Feel free to, if I'm wrong, call in and tell me why I'm wrong. See here, unknown texture. It's scary. It's scarier when trans people are dancing half naked around kids. That's child abuse. Amen. Text of the day, unknown texture. I don't even care who sends what after that. Y'all oppress charges. Ooh, I'm glad you sent that. Y'all oppress charges for somebody putting on the scream mask and scaring your kid, but you won't press charges. For drag queen happy hour. Won't press charges for drag queen happy hour. All right, now we got a mom that texts in. Let's see here. Kristen says, once again, I don't agree with your thoughts on a single mom raising her child alone. Most men are pieces of crap, and they don't want to be men to help raise their children. Or beat, or they beat, they abuse their girlfriends, wives, and you don't want to have any man come in their life to help raise their child. Now, I mean, these are two separate conversations. These are two completely different conversations. You know, now we could go back. We could go back to be more wise about who you lay down with sometimes. Let's take a call here on the Mac, like a Flowwood phone line. We got Derek on the line. 
Hey, but I, I'm sorry. I got to respond to that that gun that you're by what the woman just said about most men are pieces of crap. Yeah. Well, if you know that, why you don't make them wear a condom and why you lay down with them? Yeah, I mean. I mean, when are we going to take personal responsibility? Clay, the reason why I'm livid behind a comment like that, that's why your Roe v. Wade was overturned, because my body, my choice can't be your only excuse. Okay? Now, see, you can make that, that grandiose statement about most men are pieces of crap. But guess what? We're forced to be parents. You're not. You know, I can't repeat it on air, but there's a Cat Williams line talking about self-esteem and this, that, and the other. And maybe you, maybe it's your na 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 that keeps attracting ain't crap men. Yeah, it might, yeah, exactly, exactly. But again, for those of you that right, and and, and this segues very well into why Roe v. Wade should have been overturned. It was unequal and unjust to men. The Constitution says the eyes of the law shall be equal. You have all these opportunities to not be a parent, but men are forced to pay child support. Are yep. we not? Yep. And, and and before we get off here, I, I want to say the person that sent that, um, she, she actually don't check off any of these boxes she's talking about. She's got a great man in her life and a good, strong father figure in her son's life. So, But I think she's just making the overall statement. But So I, I, I get it. I just don't agree with it. So. Well, again, it's that it's that grandiose statement because you got all these cushions to back you up. You have the civil court system, you have the welfare system, you had you had the abortion system, okay, and you have all these other cushions that help you with your failures in life. But when a man goes broke and financial ruin during a divorce and a breakup and things like that, where's the shelters for him, uh, Clay? Great, great point. And I will say this though, uh, just to play to be even here. I don't know if you're familiar with the lack of battered women's shelters around here, but if a woman has to get out of a home where she is getting her butt beat, there ain't nowhere for her to go around here. It is it. We we bend over backwards for homeless folks, but battered women have nowhere to go. It it, it is a bad situation. That's it, it is. You know. and, and for battered women that you know, like Mother said, there was two types of uh, abusive fools. You know, the one just one that went out with the seventy hit you because the wind is blowing. I will fight that fight with you. But a majority of these domestic assault cases, nine times out of ten, a woman's the aggressor. Oh yeah, look, man, I was in a uh, not 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 my marriage, but I was in a relationship for about five or six years during the peak of my drug and nightclub and all that 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 era of my life, and it was a very abusive relationship. I mean, it was, and it was one sided. I never went to jail for for domestic violence. She went to jail twice. <laughs> oh, wow! I know. But again. I tell men, anytime you face with a situation where you have to defend yourself, by all means, you use that in court. Since when did gender negate negate my right to defend myself? Then they ain't got nothing to say. Yep. All right, brother, I got to take a break, Derek. Have a blessed weekend, man. Holler at me. Yes, sir. All right. Let's take a break here. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I know we got the phone lines hot this morning. We got the text line hot. I'm going to read them all when we come back. Uh, we, we're on to something good here. I like this. I was going to talk about the governor and the mayor, and we may still... But uh, I think we're on to something here. And you guys have been lighting up the uh, the phone lines here. So I, I like this text here. It's, it said, so if a child is playing with a scary mask at Party City, Walmart, and scares Karen's child, is she going to press charges on them too? And she goes, and I'm a Republican white woman, by the way. I said, probably. Don't give Karen any ideas. Don't Don't give them any ideas. Says uh, that child probably 
has a big brother or cousin that runs around the house in some sort of scary mask, and the parent doesn't think anything about it. Now, look, man, I told y'all, my parents scarred me early as a child. My, we had a fictitious character up in the attic called Bloody Bones. And my, anytime I did anything wrong, they're like, Bloody Bones is going to get you. And I still, in my mind, have this vision of what Bloody Bones looks like. And uh, I think we scared my child with the Bloody Bones things. I just, I don't get it. I, I, I don't. Let's see here. It says, uh, get sterilized. Why is the mayor not being investigated? Be investigated by MBI, MDOJ. Teachers and trans should be charged. Yep. Uh, Roger says, fire hashtag fired up Friday. Yes, sir. I agree. Unknown texture. Says, yep, I need a man that's got some, it's got a sack. Uh, the system is, is to make men weak because they know it would be a great country if men were real men. That's it, man. I mean, they're trying. It's the feminization of America. And somebody asked what the folks were charged with. I had to go back and pull it up. It's on WLBT's website. You can probably find it on uh, Dark Horse Press also. <laughs> Kimberly texts in. It says, it's called self-esteem for a reason. In my Cat Williams voice. It is, man. It's called esteem of your dang self. You ever, you ever entertained the idea that maybe you attract ain't crap men. That's one of the best. That is one of the best stand-up comedies specials of all time. That first Cat Williams. Um, anytime I'm going through like a tough spell, you know, dealing with some depression, just a bad day, I can go start that first Cat Williams and I can recite the thing from front to back, word for word, in every inflection of his voice. And I know there's better things I should do with my time than be able to recite a Cat Williams saying, but we all have our happy place. And Cat Williams is one of mine. I know it should be the Bible. I know. It should be my happy place. And who's to say it ain't also? It says, uh, if you lay down with dogs, you get up with fleas. I sleep with two dogs every night, and I don't have fleas. But to your point, I agree. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.